What's happening, Chico Sports Fantasy Football fans? You got Stevie P today. All right, so it is Wednesday. We are going to talk about some guys that you can add, drop, buy low, sell high, a little bit about everything, just because we have some incoming information that, you know, is very fantasy relevant and could help you, you know, or hurt you, depending on, you know, whether what end of the injury spectrum you guys are on. So Nick Chubb and... It looks like Kareem Hunt are both going to miss this Thursday's game. Um, you know, so that makes a big opportunity for Dearness Johnson. You know, Dearness Johnson, I think, is going to be the back that, you know, is the guy that is the most picked up guy of these guys. So, you know, Dearness Johnson has a opportunity. I don't know how great that opportunity is going to be, um, but, you know, should see you know, some targets, some catches, you know, some rushes against this Denver Broncos team. I don't know how excited I am about the Ernest. I really think, you know, he could be okay, uh, but I'm not going to go super crazy and spend a whole lot of money. I know a lot of people are just going to fucking throw a whole bunch of money just, you know, trying to get it. But, you know, this Denver Broncos team has not been bad on defense. Um, they've given up some points, but it really has been big plays that are killing them. And I don't know how many big play opportunities the Ernest Johnson is going to get. You know, we'll have to see how it ends up working out, especially with Case Keenum uh, being the quarterback and not, you know, Baker Mayfield. So it, it's just a whole lot of question marks to me. This should be a very winnable game for the Denver Broncos. Uh, but we'll have to see how it all ends up shaking out. But the Ernest Johnson should get a nice uh, bump in in usage and if you are desperate for a running back this week yeah I mean, why not you know throw Dearness Johnson in and see what happens uh, Matt Ryan is another guy that uh you know I think you guys should add this week and we did waivers yesterday but you know I just you know talking about guys that should be added you know we didn't really I didn't really get into Matt Ryan but Matt Ryan has a nice little matchup this week and I, I think he could have some good points uh, Rashad Penny, I already talked about yesterday. I think, you know, he's a guy along with, you know, Rashad Bateman, uh, T.Y. Hilton. I know he, you know, hammy issue, but he's, in, you know, available in a whole bunch of leagues and, and all that. So definitely a guy that, um, you know, if you can get T.Y. Hilton, he definitely looked like the number one wide receiver for that team yesterday or, well, Sunday when they uh, were playing. So, you know, if he only misses a game or maybe he doesn't miss any time, you know what I mean? We're not sure. We haven't heard. But it definitely looks like T.Y. was definitely the guy that was getting the deeper targets and getting the targets from, you know, from Carson Wentz. So that's definitely a situation that uh, I would definitely look into. Guys that I'm cutting, uh, I know I've had a bunch of people ask me, hey, you know, you give us the ads, but you don't tell us really who to cut. So I have written down five guys that I, at this point I would just be cutting because – I'm not very interested in how they've been playing, and, you know, it is what it is. Tyler Heineke, I already told you, Brian Fitzpatrick could be coming back in the next couple of weeks, uh, and, and I just don't like what I've seen out of Heineke. You know, we were, a couple of weeks ago, he put up a nice, you know, two nice games back-to-back, -back, but since then, he's just been real garbage. Uh, you know, so not a guy that I'm holding on to at all. Uh, I know some people are interested in that, but not me. All right, so looking at other guys that I'm dropping, Tyson Williams, uh, you know, he was a healthy scratch twice in the past three weeks. Doesn't seem like he's going to be used, really, if you're being honest. Like, I just, I don't know if he makes too many mistakes or what the situation is. He definitely looks like the best running back for the team, but he just has not been being used. Like, I, I guess they don't trust him or, you know, whatever the situation is, but 
you can't you can't trust this kid at this point. You know what I mean? Two two healthy scratches in the past three weeks. He's not really getting the ball a whole lot when he is in there. I, I think they just touch trust the veteran running backs more at this point to do what they need to do to win games. So it could be a situation where Tyson is just not involved anymore because of you know the lack of trust that they have in him and you know unfortunately you know not a guy that I'm super worried about hanging on to um Jalen Rager is another guy that just man it's it's really tough to to look at what Jalen Rager has done in the past let's say four weeks and really be excited about anything he's doing really anything he's doing in this Philadelphia passing game I mean I'm, I'm interested in Dallas Goddard I'm interested in you know, I'm interested in, in Miles Sanders, I guess, mildly, I would say. And Devonta Smith is really, that's it. That's really the only three guys on this on this offense that I really want. You know, obviously Jalen Hurts, but, you know, I, and I'm not too confident in any of those guys. You know, Dallas Goddard, I probably have the most confidence in. But other than that, like, it is rough watching the Philadelphia Eagles play offense. It is, it is a tough watch. Uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, you know, for the football team, it just doesn't seem to be a big part of the offense. And this offense doesn't look that great to begin with. Maybe when Ryan Fitzpatrick gets back and they, they, you know, start using him a little bit more, maybe, but uh, I can't trust Curtis Samuels, you know, with what we've seen from the injury and, you know, when he's gotten back, it just, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem that he's you know, going to be a big factor. So, you know, I'd be cool with cutting him. Uh, Robert Tyne was a guy that I thought, you know, could bounce back from last year after having a huge season last year and just continue to to play well. But he's had that one big game against the Houston Texans, and then really, other than that, he hasn't really done anything. I mean, he's been just, you know, one or two targets a game, not really big part of the offense at all. You know, there looks like they're looking at Jones and they're looking at Adams. And, you know, some Lazard. And other than that, it's like been nothing to Robert Tanyan. You know, one or two targets a game. Like, you can't keep starting a guy who's getting one or two targets a game. It's rough. Uh, so here's five guys that I am buying low on. Uh, Austin Eckler after a terrible last week. Uh, some people, you know, especially because he's on his bye week, this is kind of those, those perfect times to get a guy when he's on his bye week and guys need, you know, let's say the team is two and four and really needs a win right now. Austin Eckler, you know, is on this bye week and they really need that win. You could, you could throw out some feelers for Austin Eckler and say, Hey, listen, I, I'll give you Austin Eckler. You give me blah, blah, blah. And uh, that could be a situation that a lot of people are, are, are very interested in, um, you know, trying to get wins. So Austin Eckler is definitely a guy that I'm trying to to figure out if I can get him and and package some deal that I can get Austin Eckler and that would be great. Chase Claypool, I know he had a terrible last week. He only had two, you know, he had six targets, two catches, seventeen yards. But I feel like Chase is one of those guys that can have huge games and then have dud games. But he, with no juju, he's going to be getting you know six to ten targets every single week. I feel like so I want a guy that gets that many targets. Uh, Tyler Boyd. I know Tyler Boyd had a terrible week, and he looks like the mad, odd man out. And even this week I was saying, you know, how I wasn't really sure, you know, if he if he's a guy that you really want. But after looking at it, their schedule coming up has been pretty easy. Let's be honest. Like, it's been pretty pretty bad. I mean, they've they, they played some 
pretty easy matchups to start the season, and their their season starts to get a lot more rough. You know, they play Baltimore this week, and you know they have two more games against Baltimore. They have you know Pittsburgh. They have they you know another game with Pittsburgh. They have you know some games with the the Browns. You know, there's there's some tough games coming up uh, that I could see that this team is going to have to throw the ball a whole lot more, which is going to make Tyler Boyd a, a guy that needs to see more targets, and you can get him for nothing. You can get him thrown into a deal for absolutely nothing. So definitely, uh, you know, I like that. LaVisca Chenault is another guy that I think, you know, coming soon is going to start, you know, he already had 10 targets this weekend, and I think that's just a glimpse of what's going to start to happen. You know, 8 to 12 targets a week is kind of what I'm penciling him in for. And on this offense, with a team that can't stop anyone on defense, really I could see LaVisca Chenault having 8 to 10 targets you know, eight to 12 targets every single week. And if you start scoring some touchdowns, you're going to be real happy. You have LaVisca Chanel. And like I said, you can get him for damn near nothing. Uh, Mike Evans, after a two for 27 game is definitely a guy that I'm, I'm trying to get because people are going to be like, Oh, you know, AB is the man. He's going to get all the targets. He's going to be super, you know, Superman rest of season. And we've seen all three of these guys have big games. So you know, big games are coming for Mike Evans. I do think he gets to a thousand yards without a question this year. And, you know, to do that, he's going to start needing more targets and he's going to be, you know, one of those guys that I go after because I think you can probably get him for, you know, pretty cheaply considering what offense he's in and how much they throw the ball. So I definitely could see a situation where Mike Evans, you know, starts to be more utilized. Uh, guys that I'm selling, I'm selling Devontae Williams. If you could package him in in a deal and get him gone uh, at this point, I'm just I'm just not interested. Um, it, it is very head scratching and frustrating the way that they have been using this kid, and uh, you know, some people may start to believe like, hey, he's gonna he's gonna take over. He's gonna be the guy. I just don't see that happening. So if you have a guy in your in your league that's you know hell you know in the beginning of the season was hell bent set on getting Javante Williams and didn't get him from you because you sniped him or whatever and he was super pissed off at your league you know I would try to do a deal with that guy and say hey you know I got Javante Williams and X player hey what's up you know what I mean so definitely definitely do that uh Cortland Sutton another one Jerry Judy's coming back and Cortland Sutton could start seeing a reduced role I don't think it's going to be hugely reduced, but it's definitely going to be reduced. He was he's basically seeing 30% of the targets for his team. Um, and I could see that dropping down to like 25% with Jerry Judy coming in, getting that 30%, uh, you know, 20, 25%. So it's going to be a reduced role. Cortland Sutton has been great, and I think he's a superstar, but Jerry Judy is also a superstar. And we saw, you know, in the beginning of the season how much he was targeted. And Cortland Sutton, I believe, had three targets in the first game, while Jerry Judy had you know, whatever it was, 8, 9, 10. Uh, so definitely I could see a reduced role for Cortland Sutton, and I would be trying to package him and put him in a deal now because uh, you can get something pretty good for, for Cortland Sutton as good as he's been playing the past, you know, five weeks. Kenyon Drake, after having a huge week last week, if you picked him up and started him last week because, you know, you maybe you had, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara on a, on a bye week and you were like, you know what, I want to see, you know, if I can throw – Drake in there just because I need a running back this week and he had a big week. Hey, maybe you could package him in with, you know, Cortland Sutton or something like that and and get something done, get something, uh, you know, replacement player that's much better. Um, Adam Thielen. Uh, you know, I know Adam Thielen's been really, really good. Uh, 
especially last week. And, uh, you know, he shows that he can score touchdowns. He's more used in the red zone. But I think there's going to be a lot more hit or miss games for Adam Thielen than people believe. And right now, after a, a nine catch, 130, you know, 126 yard in a touchdown, you know, game, I definitely would be trying to move Adam Thielen to, ooh, excuse me, uh, to upgrade at at a certain at any certain position really. Uh, Dalton Schultz, I know people love Dalton Schultz, and right now he's the number three fantasy uh, tight end. Um. So if you have Dalton Schultz, but you have another, I'm not telling you to have to trade Dalton Schultz, but if you have another tight end you feel very confident in and Dalton Schultz was your number two tight end or a guy that you picked up off of waiver wires for whatever reason, uh, I definitely would throw him into a deal because people are desperate at tight end. They are desperate. Uh, you know, People are picking up basically anything off of the waiver wire to flex play. And if they can get a guy who's super solid and super consistent as Dalton Schultz has been, you know, it is a situation that I would definitely very, very much consider and try to get Dalton Schultz, uh, you know, into a two-man, two-for-one deal because people, like I said, are desperate to try to get, you know, a tight end. That, you know, that tight end position is, is rough this year. We all know this, and we all know guys that are uh, have the ability to, you know, put up points on a consistent basis at the tight end position are worth their weight in gold, boy. So if you can package a deal and do something to get Dalton Schultz, uh, you know, gone from your team and it upgrades your team, I would definitely do that. Um, if he's your best tight end and, you know, I mean, you're, you're one of those teams that, you know, was hurting until Dalton Schultz started playing the way he's been playing the past, you know, five weeks basically, uh, you know, I would definitely keep him. But if you have a very good backup tight end or, you know, a very good tight end that you feel comfortable in, let's say you have a, uh, you know, a Hunter Henry and uh, you have Dalton Schultz along with him. You know, I would probably just say, you know, I'll ride with, the, you know, Hunter Henry the rest of the season and I can package a deal for Dalton Schultz and get an upgrade at, at uh, you know, a different position just to make your team better. Uh, because I think what Hunter Henry gives you is not too much off of what, you know, Dalton Schultz has been giving you. Obviously, Dalton Schultz has been very good, um, but Hunter Henry is going to do the job for you and get you enough points that you're full solid especially if you can upgrade at running back or, or wide receiver because of it so i would definitely consider moving some of those guys and and doing what i said today so for us over here at cheat code sports we will be back tomorrow with the dfs podcast me and kevin will be on that podcast uh we are going to break down dfs for you give you our lineups and you know catch you guys ready for the weekend to win some leagues so for us here at Chico Sports, we love y'all. Peace out.